This episode is brought to you by the Beyond Evangelical blog. The blog contains over 1,000 articles that you can freely read and share with your friends. There are six themes I write about on the blog, all of which are related to the deeper journey and moving beyond evangelical. They are God's Grand Mission, The Deeper Christian Life, Missional Organic Church, Rethinking the Status Quo, Personal Articles, and Humorous Articles. Subscription to the blog is free and it comes with three resources. Two digital books, Discipleship in Crisis and Rethinking the Will of God, as well as the Next Reformation Seminar. You can't get these books or the seminar any other way except by subscribing to the blog. You can check out the blog and subscribe at frankviola.org. Hi, fun seekers. Welcome to another edition of the Christ is All podcast. And today, for the first time, I am going to read a few chapters from a book that has no audio version. Now, most all of my books do have an audio version that you can purchase, download, and listen to. But the book I'll be reading from today does not have an audio version. And this is the book entitled, Jesus Speaks, Learning to Recognize and Respond to the Lord's Voice. And it is written by myself and Leonard Sweet. Sweet and I set out to do a project starting back in 2009. We wrote an article called, A Jesus Manifesto for the 21st Century, that you can find on my blog, frankviola.org. That turned into a series of three hardcover books. Jesus' Manifesto, Jesus of Theography, and the last volume, Jesus Speaks. And my vision for this book, Jesus Speaks, was rooted in the fact that so many of God's people struggle with hearing the Lord's voice. Either that, or they have a hyper-confidence in hearing God every three seconds, which is suspect. So that was the first motivation. The second motivation is that there is a book published by the same publisher that published these three volumes that I just mentioned, Thomas Nelson, but it is a book written by a missionary, and it's entitled Jesus Calling, and it has sold millions upon millions of copies. Now, why did that book And why does that book still sell so well? Well, the answer is people are hungry to hear the voice of Jesus. So I step back and ask myself this question. What if we could write a book that's not only rooted in scripture, but also experience that would teach God's people how to have their own Jesus calling experience? And that's what Jesus Speaks does. It shows you very practically how to recognize, how to discern, the Lord's voice in contrast to your own mind, your own emotions, and other voices. Unfortunately, thus far, (laughs) 
the book has not sold even a fraction of what Jesus Calling has sold, which could lead some to have the conclusion that people simply just want somebody else to tell them what Jesus is saying rather than themselves finding out. I'm not sure, but I'm going to read the first two chapters to you. If you are interested in getting the entire book, you can either go to my blog, frankviola.org forward slash books, or just hit the blog and go up to the books menu at the top. Or we have a dedicated page that has all three books featured with audios, sample chapters, conference messages, all related to the subject matter, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that page is frankviola.org forward slash Jesus Trilogy. All one word, Jesus Trilogy. And there's a lot of content, free content, on that page. All right, the opening chapter. How to read this book. Quote, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. End of quote. That's John 10, 27, from the New American Standard Bible. This book is a combination of storytelling and practical instruction. Within these pages, we'll be taking you on an exciting journey with the risen Christ found in Scripture while giving you practical handles on how to hear His voice today. Our aim is threefold. First, we want to give you a firm foundation in the Scriptures concerning how Jesus spoke to His disciples. We want to introduce you to the Scriptures that highlight Jesus' resurrection voice. Each encounter that Jesus had with his disciples in his post-resurrection appearances is told in a story with multiple layers of meaning. We will unpack those for you. Second, we want to dispel the myths and misinformation surrounding what it means to hear the voice of Jesus today. If you're like we are, when someone says, quote, the Lord told me, end of quote, it can be a bit unsettling, even mystifying. But the truth is that Jesus speaks to all of his followers today, even you. And he speaks in many different ways. We want to demystify those ways for you. We also want to explain how you can cultivate a rich experience and a growing relationship with Jesus simply by hearing his voice. Lastly, we tell stories because Jesus told stories. Stories filled with narratives and metaphors. Len calls them narrophores that speak directly to the heart. The stories surrounding the resurrected Christ, the people he encountered, and what he said and did for them by ascending to heaven are informative, purposeful, lyrical, and sacred. The way Jesus continues to speak today from heaven is no less inspired. Two volumes under one cover. With those goals in mind, we've divided Jesus Speaks into two volumes. In volume one, written mostly by Leonard, We'll hear the stories of how Jesus Christ spoke to his followers after his resurrection. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8 The various ways he spoke in the New Testament are the same ways in which he speaks today. This section is full of transforming insights and reflections based on the gospel material and the book of Acts. In volume 2, written mostly by Frank, we bring the discussion closer to home with a nuts and bolts analysis of how to hear Jesus today. With so many people claiming to hear the voice of God and countless others who feel frustrated in trying to hear him, we believe a clear, scripturally-based application that dispels the fog on this issue is in order. So volume two is highly practical, and our instruction goes way beyond 
the not-so-helpful can't answer. Just pray and read your Bible. In short, Volume 1 gives you the big picture of how the resurrected Jesus spoke in the New Testament and why this knowledge is critical today. The chapters are robust, poetic in style, and filled with metaphorical language. Volume 2 gets down to brass tacks. The chapters are deliberately short, actionable, and filled with scriptural quotes and references, so that readers can see that we're rooting our conclusions in timeless truth rather than imagination or armchair philosophy, as some authors have done in the past. While both volumes are different in content and style, they are complementary, working together to elucidate how to recognize and respond to the voice of Jesus today in our lives. Our hope is that by reading this little book, you will be better equipped to hear the voice of the Lord for yourself, and thereby your relationship with Jesus will deepen, your service will be informed, and your life will be enriched. Let's begin the journey. Introduction. The Whispers of God's Voice. Quote, Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Luke 10, 23-24 in the ESV. A youth group leader took his kids to a ski resort where he saw two people skiing down the slopes, one behind the other. They were so close it was almost as if they were tied together. When he got closer, he heard the one in front saying in staccato fashion, left, right, straight, right, left. He thought it was a little funny, and his kids were laughing at the sound of what looked like a ski instructor giving lessons to a student. So he thought he'd have a little fun with the student skier. He started yelling out different commands and contradicted the ski instructor. When the person in front said left, he'd yell right. When the person in front said straight, he'd yell curve. But no matter what the youth leader said, the student in back seemed to be able to ignore his voice and fix on what the ski instructor was saying. Suddenly, the skier stopped and turned around. Much to the embarrassment of the youth leader, on the chest of the second skier was a sign blind skier. Even though he could see nothing, since he knew his instructor's voice, the blind skier could ignore all other voices, even those tempting and tormenting him, and go safely down the slopes. The Voice A large segment of Christians claim that God speaks to them. One of us grew up in a movement where the phrase, the Lord told me, was the order of the day. That happened to be myself, by the way. I grew up in the charismatic slash Pentecostal movement. The Lord told me to call my friend. The Lord showed me whom to marry. This morning I was in my kitchen and the Lord said to call my mother. And similar reports. The result is that an even larger segment of the Christian community is left feeling, why doesn't the Lord speak to me like that? Or worse, what's wrong with me? Why can't I hear the Lord like these other people do? The result... We have people claiming that the Lord speaks to them constantly, and we have others who feel God is giving them the cold shoulder. Either way, countless Christians today desperately want to hear how to hear the voice of their Savior. But if they are honest, they will admit they don't quite know how. If this describes you, then this book was written for you. In this volume, we aim to make one simple yet critical assertion. Now let me just stop right there and make a comment based on the feedback from this book so far. There are many people who have read this book 
who before they read it said, oh yeah, I know how to hear the Lord's voice. I don't need this book. They then read it and then they say, wow, I thought I knew how to hear the Lord, but I really didn't. So keep that in mind. I'll go on. In this volume, we aim to make one simple yet critical assertion. Jesus Christ is always speaking to his followers. It is up to us to learn how to recognize his voice. And when we do learn to identify his voice, it becomes as familiar as our own heartbeats. If you are one of the Lord's true sheep, your heart is already attuned to hear his voice. Now you just need to learn how to distinguish it from all the other voices jamming your frequencies. Radio stations are constantly sending their unique signals through the airwaves. But unless a person's radio is tuned to a particular frequency, he will never pick up the signals. Hearing the voice of Jesus Christ is much the same. Because Jesus dwells within every genuine believer through the Holy Spirit, he is always speaking, always leading, always revealing, and he speaks in many different ways. Sometimes Jesus speaks in a whisper. Sometimes Jesus speaks in a still, small voice, easy on the ear. Sometimes Jesus thunders and shouts, beating hard on the eardrum. Sometimes all you hear is the sound of silence. But Jesus is always speaking. Jesus talks about the whispers of God's voice like this, quote, And these are but the other fringe of his works. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? End of quote. Job 26.14 At times in life you may be a sitting Job, crushed with grief and pain, struggling to believe in a God who can't hear anymore. At times in life you may be jumping Jehoshaphat, barely able to contain the hallelujahs of your soul. At times in life you may be a weeping Jeremiah, bent over and wanting to quit, because you have heard a message you didn't want to deliver to a people you are sick and tired of serving after a lifetime of talking to a brick wall. The registers of Jesus speaking record the seasons of your soul. The Ear The psalmist asked, quote, He who planted the ear, does he not hear? End of quote. Psalm 94 verse 9 The primary gateway to the soul is the ear. By definition, the disciples of faith are first and foremost listeners. The very word disciple means the one who listens and learns. The very word faith is based on hearing, not seeing. Quote, faith comes from what is heard, end of quote, Romans 10, 17. Quote, the evidence of things not seen, end of quote, Hebrews 11, 1. Our ears need opening if we are to hear Jesus speak. In India, there are street ear cleaners. Standing in line at the theater, you may be approached by such a peddler promising to give your ears a good cleaning. Imagine if everyone can get their ears clean before worship. What if everyone had someone to let them know when their ears were blocked to the voice of Jesus and needed a good cleaning out? What if there were a place you could go in which your ears could be especially attuned, ready to receive the voice of God? The word that gives its name to cathedral, cathedra, refers to a seat or chair, specifically the chair of a bishop, a seat of learning and listening. In some traditions, the cathedra is a holy place of learning and listening. In those traditions, to speak ex-cathedra is to speak with the full authority of the chair on which one is sitting. Something spoken ex-cathedra means the whole weight of one's office is behind what one is saying. Every follower of Jesus needs a chair, a seat of learning and listening. Have you cleared a space in your life where you can put the chair? A spot where you can stop, 
sit and listen. It is hard to hear Jesus when we are living such busy lives and our hearts are filled with noise, not silence or stillness. And it is hard to hear Jesus when we are always talking. Inuit artists from the top of the Arctic Circle, a place known as Repulse Bay, are famous for their ivory carvings. One of the most collected Inuit artists, Mark Tunjalik, was once asked why the figures in his carvings had gaping mouths. Tunjalik said that they represented white men who are always talking. You can't hear God if you are listening to yourself. The first mission of love is to listen. If you listen, you will hear. Two kinds of hearing. Scripture presents a paradox when it comes to hearing the voice of Jesus. In John chapter 10, the Lord plainly said, quote, My sheep hear my voice. End of quote. Verse 27. So the good shepherd speaks to his sheep, and his sheep unfailingly hear his voice. But Jesus also said this to his beloved sheep, quote, Whosoever has ears, let him hear. End of quote. Revelation 2.7 Here Jesus says that the one who has ears must hear his voice. If Jesus asks us to hear, then it is not automatic. How do we resolve this conflict? It's the difference between having a sound wave hit your eardrum, which is hearing, and discerning what's being said and who is saying it. That's recognition. Imagine you're talking to a friend who is reading an email on her smartphone. As you're talking, she interrupts you saying, Can you repeat what you just said? I wasn't listening. Your friend heard that you were saying something, but didn't really hear what you said. So she didn't discern what you said because her attention was focused elsewhere. Every minute we are bombarded with signals from television and radio moving through the air we breathe. But unless we have a tuner that picks up those signals, we won't recognize them. Along these lines, the fundamental action word in the Bible as it concerns the voice of the living God is not obey or submit, it is listen. So while the Lord frequently speaks to us and we hear his voice, we don't really hear it unless we recognize it. This book is an exploration of what it means to listen with both sets of ears. Our goal is to teach you how to recognize the voice that's always speaking. Quote, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. End of quote. Revelation 2, verse 11. Volume 1 of the book is entitled, Hearing the Voice of the Resurrected Jesus in the Stories of Scripture. And Volume 2 of the book is entitled, Hearing the Voice that Has No Words. And as I close this episode, I recently noticed that all three books, Jesus Manifesto, Jesus of Theography, and Jesus Speaks, originally were in hardcover, but now they are all in softcover or paperback. And this usually means that the hardcover editions will soon join the Tyrannosaurus Rex and become extinct. And you'll only be able to grab used editions of the hardcover on eBay at obscenely high prices. But the advantage of the softcover edition is that it's less hazardous. For example, when you come across a sentence that boils your blood, you'll be less likely to take someone's eye out when you fling the hardcover across the room. <clears throat> anyway, you can check all three books out at the Jesus Trilogy page. If you're listening to this podcast on Podbean, 
You can see the link in the show notes, or you can just search it on my blog, frankviola.org. I hope this encouraged you to push in, to hear and recognize the voice of your Lord and to respond to it. Until next time, be good. (laughs) 